Just over one year ago, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission separated its Innovation Lab from its General Counsel's office. Lab CFTC now answers directly to the chairman of the commission. The lab has a new approach to finding and promoting innovation in the financial sector. In fact, today it kicks off the final part of a three-part virtual event called Empower Innovation 2020. For more, Federal News Network's Jason Miller spoke with the executive director of Lab CFCT, Melissa Netrum. The first in September was focusing on technology and innovation in light of the pandemic. How has technology and innovation helped during the pandemic? How do we envision it moving it forward after the pandemic? In October, we, as part of DC FinTech Week, we had a regulator panel focusing on how regulators are looking at technology and innovation. And then on Tuesday, we'll have our last and final part of the Empower Innovation Series. This one will be focusing on technology and innovation and the future of finance. How will technology and innovation help and how will technology and innovation bring us to that next step? During the day, we're going to be hearing from a number of other regulators that are using technology and innovation in everything that they do. We're also going to be hearing from a number of industry players. We're going to talk about the current market space as well as thinking about what does the future look like and what can we be thinking about for the the future of financial services industry as a whole. You know, it's not just traditional entities that are providing financial services these days. You also have a lot of the tech community that is doing the same thing. Last but not least, we'll be announcing our Science Prize competition winner. This is a first time competition that we've ever done. We launched it in April and It is focused on using an AI tool to help our Division of Enforcement identify foreign entities that should be registered with us, but are not. As you can imagine, those that are not registered with us can create some havoc, not only from a market point of view, but also investor protection point of view. So the chairman will be there to give out his first Innovator of the Year award, and we'll hear a presentation from the winning submission about their tool themselves. We're very excited about it. As I mentioned, this is our first competition, but also uh, we're one of the few financial regulators that have taken advantage of this science prize competition, and we're hoping to do more of that in the future. Let's talk a little bit about these past panels just briefly. Each of them focused on on a different piece. You mentioned tech and innovation in light of pandemic. You mentioned a regulator panel. The one from September, what was some of the things that stood out to you? What was really interesting about that discussion? The one thing that stood out for me after the September event is that at the end of the day, you know, one of the very few <laughs> positives that we have seen with the pandemic is the significant role that technology and innovation play in order for us to keep doing what we're doing. All of these were things that were highlighted and, and a big focus of the September event. So let's quickly, the October panel as well, then I want to get into some of the November excitement. The regular later panel sounds awfully boring, but, but I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> One of the great things right now that I I think is important for your listeners to hear is that right now here in the U.S., you have almost all, if not all, of the federal financial regulators having an innovation office or an innovation agenda. And that's unusual for the first time, I would say, in the past two years that that's happened. And so that's a big step to show that Regulators here are are working to say, hey, listen, we recognize the financial services industry is not as traditional as it's been. How do we help innovators in this traditional space? But also, how do we 
adjust our traditional space to account for what the changing future is. So at the October event, there was a lot of focus on that. I would also be remiss to not mention two things. One is, in addition to federal, there are a number of states that have innovation offices that we work very closely with, as well as globally. We're part of an organization called the Global Financial Innovation Network, which is comprised of about 50 plus regulators around the globe who have innovation offices like mine who meet on a pretty regular basis to collaborate on what we're learning, what we're seeing, how financial innovation is working in their geographies, whether or not they're doing regulatory changes to adjust, anything they've had to do during the pandemic to help. This type of network is so key, as I mentioned earlier. So the October event talked a lot about this. It also talked a lot about, as regulators, what is important to us as innovators come in and talk to us? What are the things, what are some tips innovators should have in order to come in and talk to us. And, and that takes us actually to obviously the, the event that, that happened in November and, and that's coming up on the 17th. Talk to me a little bit more about the, the goals of the prize competition. And then this is not your first competition. I think you had one maybe last year called Project Street Lamp. Talk a little bit about that one and how things have changed and morphed and evolved. But the November event, the agenda is gonna be comprised, as I mentioned, of other regulators. So we'll hear from FinCEN about what they're doing to promote responsible innovation and their analysis of the Bank Secrecy Act data that they have. And then we'll also have a panel talking about how other regulators are looking at innovation inside their agencies. And this will include my colleagues over at the Federal Reserve Board, a National Futures Association, but also our friends over in the UK, the Financial Conduct Authority. The other panels will include industry, talking about what, where do we see the current innovation when it comes to the derivatives market. So things like digital assets, decentralized finance, how do we think innovation in tech is going to play a role in some of those areas? And what should regulators be thinking about as we're trying to navigate and understand those areas? We'll also hear from some folks to talk about how their technology innovation helps the financial services industry as well as law enforcement in mitigating the risks associated with cryptocurrencies and things like that. And then last but definitely not least, we're going to be talking to a panel of folks to focus on the role innovation plays in their everyday. So the government mindset is not the same as an innovation mindset. And I think that's important for your listeners to hear. Here in the government, we can't launch a product and have it fail. That's just not who we are as a government, but we also have a number of things we have to take into play before we even launch a product or partner with the product. And so what we'll hear at the end of the November session will be a panel talking about just that. How do they bring innovation to their everyday? How do they work with global government regulators as they help navigate what this innovation means? not only to their customers, but in some cases to their employees in light of the pandemic. And we'll talk a little bit about what advice they would give to fellow innovators in terms of working with regulators, but also to regulators and how we should be thinking about that innovation mindset. Melissa Netram is the Chief Innovation Officer of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and Director of the Lab CFTC, speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Check out Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.